Welcome to the Do Hard Things podcast with your host, Jay Teagues. Are you ready to amplify and improve your life? Then you're in the right place. On this podcast, we have unfiltered conversations with inspiring people who take on challenges and are here to share with us their wisdom from their journey. We talk about how doing hard things enable all of us to adequately deal with life struggles and challenges and to ultimately improve the quality of our lives. Welcome back to another episode of the Do Hard Things podcast. I'm your host, JT, Certified High Performance Coach, Transformational Mindset Coach. And this is a podcast for you if you're wanting to grow and develop and get some, some, you know, an actionable, tangible tip that you can put in your back pocket to make your life a little bit better. And this is a passion project of mine. I just want to say thank you for being here. Today, I got uh, this is going to be a shorter episode. I've... Um, I'm watching the this historical event unfold, watching uh, Russia invade Ukraine, and it's hard to watch. It's it's aggravating in a lot of ways. It's hard to believe that it's actually happening. This is the first time since World War II that a that a, a nation state has invaded another, and I don't know having you know firsthand experience with with war, seeing this happen, it just kind of makes me a little sick to my stomach. And, you know, I joined the military personally because I wanted to be a part of something greater than myself. I wanted to help people, help the weak. And what I love about the United States is that we're a noble country and that we're genuinely genuinely a good nation. And there are good nations and there are some nations that aren't very good. And I truly believe that despite some of our flaws, we're a fantastic nation we're the beacon of hope for freedom for the rest of the world. And uh, no nation has it all together. Obviously, we have our problems. We have our faults and our shortcomings. But in compared to a lot of nations, you know, I still think that we're, you know, we're amongst the, the very best with the best intent uh, out there. And, you know, that's that's our tradition is is freedom. And I feel like I feel like I'm watching like I'm, like I'm on the in a, on the school playground watching like a big bully kid, you know, like a, maybe a, a high schooler picking on like a, a really good kid that's in second grade. That's how, that's what I'm watching. And, and all the people that could prevent it are kind of just sitting around watching it happen. And that's frustrating. It really is. And, you know, unlike other countries that I've seen that have been invaded where armies will drop their weapons and run away, the Ukrainians are stepping up. They want to protect protect their their uh, their homeland, and I don't know. You see the propaganda, and I and I have worked uh, firsthand with the. Uh, I had a unique opportunity to work with the Russian military when I was deployed in uh, uh, to Bosnia, and so I understand their culture a little bit, their military culture, and they don't fight like we do. They uh, they just have a different values system. I. I was watching foot. What's incredible about this particular conflict is like everything is on like TikTok. You can watch it unfold. The soldiers are showing video. The civilians on the ground are, are showing video, and you know, watching it unfold in that way, I saw a uh, video footage of a, uh, a passenger car, small car. You know, they're in Europe, so they have smaller cars, and there's a tank, Russian tank, driving down the the road, and as the car is passing, the tank immediately swerves 
crunching over top of the car. That's that's something that our military wouldn't do unless we knew there was a an absolute threat. If you watch the footage, there's no there was no threat um, that you could see. I don't know all the details, but I do know that the tank had swerved. And when I saw that, it was like, wow, those are not in our rules of engagement. Uh, and I didn't see a threat from the vehicle. There's no indicator of it. And what I learned uh, was that there's other footage of a rescue attempt pulling an old man out of that car. So it indicates to me that that individual wasn't a threat. Maybe the tank had perceived it that way. I don't know. But I also know how the Russians do business. And I also know that, uh, you know, I'm seeing other footage of like apartment buildings being bombarded and whatnot. They're just not as careful. Now, other military, I mean, war is hell and war can be a little sloppy, but I don't think that they take the same precautions as we do. And seeing some of the footage, I'm noticing that. And to see civilians harmed like that, it's really frustrating on top of, you know, just the invasion of a sovereign nation. So anyway... We're seeing, you know, we're seeing uh, the bully in the in the playground picking on a good kid, and it's hard to watch. And I, I've seen a couple of things that uh, reminded me of absolute bravery. And in high performance coaching, I talk a lot about courage, about facing fear, about, um, you know, there's some frameworks to help you develop courage. And the most, you know, the the, the highest performing people are remarkably courageous. They take bold action. And aside from physical harm, you know, the other aspects of courage is, is leaning into hardship. That's why I talk about grit and discipline and fortitude and doing hard things, right? It's having the courage to forge through something that's difficult. And oftentimes when we face our fear, the outcome is usually a lot better. And so I want to talk a little bit about courage and bravery today. So, and uh, share with you a story of what I saw. So the courage is being scared to death and saddling up anyway. That's a quote by John Wayne. Courage is being scared to death and saddling up anyway. And uh, bravery is the quality or state of having or showing mental or moral strength to face danger, fear, and difficulty. The quality or state of being brave, courage showing bravery under fire. A brave person is a person who sees a dangerous situation and immediately reacts bravely without thinking. Courage, on the other hand, is seeing a situation or a dangerous or scary experience and acting, even though you're scared. And I think the more courage you have, you know, bravery is more of a trait, but the more courage you have, the more bravery that you will you will have. But I think they, they pretty well go hand in hand, right? And I saw something that was incredibly brave. And I just wonder if I was in the same situation, what, uh, what my thoughts uh, or my actions would be. So last week, on 24 February of 2022, the Russian battleships Moscow and Vasily Baikov were off the shore of an island called Snake Island. The island is, uh, I'm probably going to screw this up, it's Z-M-I-I-N-Y, also known as Snake Island, so I'm assuming Zmini. I, I don't speak Ukrainian, so I'm probably completely butchering that. Bottom line, Snake Island. It's an island in the, in the Black Sea off the coast. There were 13 soldiers manning a position. They were border guards. And there was a radio exchange between the two battleships. So here we got. We got 13 individuals in a, in a fortified position on shore against two battleships. And the battleships are radio in, uh, radioing to them. 
And the Russian battleship, basically, it says that uh, the, the, the quotation is, we are a Russian battleship. We suggest you disarm and surrender to avoid bloodshed and unnecessary casualties. Otherwise, you will be bombed. Snake Island, we're a Russian battleship. I repeat, we suggest that you disarm and surrender. Otherwise, you'll be bombed. Do you copy? And I guess over the radio, you could hear the Ukrainian soldiers, uh, basically, Russian battleship, go F yourself. And, um, and, and that was a tremendous sign of absolute bravery, being completely outgunned. I was just wondering what those soldiers were thinking. And ultimately, the Ukrainian position was immediately destroyed by the battleships and the 13 soldiers um, perished in that. But what a tremendous amount of bravery and courage to knowing being against all odds, because you got you got 13 soldiers against two battleships and uh, and, and, and taking that stand. Uh, and just saying, you know what, we're not going to capitulate. We're not going to surrender. We know we're outgunned. It's like a, uh, like an Alamo type event, right? Uh, I think about Leonidas in the 300, right? Your insurmountable odds and uh, taking the stand anyway. And I think that's remarkable bravery. And I just imagine, could you, could you imagine being faced with that kind of dilemma? And would you surrender or would you hold the line? And I think that until we're in a position like that, it's very difficult to to um, to really make that call. But as I think about like all of the things that you know, all of my first world problems that I'm currently dealing with in my life, when I hear a story like this and see this unfold, it really gives me a lot of perspective on where I'm at. You know, the, the, the fears that I currently have as I'm dealing with transitioning from the military and some of those things, you know, it's trivial in comparison. And I've, it, it, it reminds me of some, you know, life and death situations that I was in when I was deployed in, in Iraq. And I don't know, it just gives you an incredible amount of, of uh, perspective of where you're currently at. I wanted to take a quick break and invite you to an exclusive community I host called The Forge. One of my favorite proverbs is, as iron sharpens iron, so one man does another. The Forge is a mastermind, a community of men and women who are invested in their personal growth and development. They want to improve themselves, to be better husbands, to be better wives, to be better parents to their kids, to add value to their team and lead better at work, and to add more value into their community. In The Forge, I teach principles and habits of the world's highest achievers and performers. And as a group, we identify goals, develop strategies to achieve them, and hold one another accountable. We focus on improving our health, our wellness, our wealth, our relationships, and living in alignment with our purpose. We work together to focus on what truly matters and have a place where we can discuss difficult topics about life. If you're interested in learning more, go on over to www.jteags.com forward slash community where you can learn more about The Forge, you can learn more about my one-on-one coaching experience, sign up for the newsletter, and check out the blog while you're at it. Now back to the show. Much of what we fear is absolute BS. It really is. We fear judgment of other people. We fear failure. We feel that if we fail, maybe we'll look a little foolish and our reputation will suffer. We fear that the hardships of doing something new might add more inconveniences to our life. Like it's going to be more, we won't have as much time to watch TV. We won't have time to do some of our creature comfort things. 
that learning something new and being in a new environment, maybe taking a new class. It's like, okay, you don't know how the teacher's going to be. You don't know what kind of homework you're going to have. You don't know who you're going to have to work with. So why put myself in that position? And we fear that if we rise up and take the challenge and, and do the, the work that our life may not be better. If we, if we roll up our sleeves and do all this work, we'll, will it solve our problem? And a lot of people stay stuck because they'd rather deal with the current situation knowing it's, it, it, it's, it's not going well for them but they would rather just kind of deal with it anyway. But if you did have more courage in your life, how could you overcome that? How could you overcome that? And a lot of the fears and the things that we deal with, like I said, they pale into comparison to what happened with these Ukrainian soldiers. And what would your life look like if you had a little bit more courage and a little bit more bravery in, in your life? And high-performing people, they look at fear just a little bit different and they they, they work it through a framework and they take action anyway, despite the fear. And the world's highest performings act courageously in facing their challenges and in chasing their dreams. And as a high performance coach, I spend a lot of my time helping people discern fear, the inflated fear that we have in our mind, uh, and, and come up with courses of action and hedge against the things that could actually happen. In the military, when we're doing military planning, we have the Enemy, we, we basically take a look at the enemy and their capabilities, and we look at the most dangerous course of action and the most likely course of action. The most dangerous course of action is if they had all of their resources, what would be the worst absolute case scenario of what they would do to us? And then we take a look at the most likely, like what's more realistic? And we discern the, 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 the big things th that they could do. Um, but what's more, what's most realistic? If I was in that situation as the enemy, what would I actually do? And you kind of hedge against the big things. You're prepared for that just in case. But you take action when we plan. We don't, the military doesn't plan against the most dangerous course of action. We plan against the most likely course of action, hedging, using our resources to hedge against the most dangerous. And when we do that, we oftentimes think that, um, you know, it, it kind of, it discerns what, some of our greatest fears and we it forces us to take a greater look at the capabilities of the enemy and we will execute against the most likely. And that's, that's what I typically do in my, and, and help people do in their personal life is discern what's, what's the worst case scenario from what's like most likely. And then you address what's most likely going to happen. And that gives you more confidence. You start taking action and you start facing that, that fear and you overcome it. And so how would your life improve if you faced your fears? What are some of the things that you worry about right now? What's keeping you up at night? And how could you address them? If you face those fears, how might your life be different? If you had to have more courage right now, what would you start doing? What would you stop doing? If you had to have more courage right now, what would you start doing? What would you stop doing? And is there anyone in your life that you could be more honest with when it comes to your true feelings? Because a lot of times the things that we're facing with, it's usually, it's usually human dynamics, right? Maybe you need to have a tough conversation with your partner, tough conversation with your kid, tough conversation with your boss at work. And maybe that can improve a situation. Sometimes we just need a little bit of courage to do that. And oftentimes that's a lot of what I do in the, in the work that with one-on-one uh, -on -one coaching and group coaching is we put some frameworks together, help you rehearse the conversation, 
focus on you know some influence techniques so you can influence the conversation to to go your way and hedge against those you know discern you know what's most likely going to happen from the worst possible case scenario so you go into the situation with a little bit more confidence a little bit more clarity and that's important to do that so when you're faced you know against all odds are you going to hold the line or are you going to cower you know and um I don't think a lot about courage and uh, and bravery this week as I'm seeing the, the things unfold and I'm taking a look at my life and it really, like I said, it gives me a lot of um, a lot of comfort. The things that I've been kind of worried about recently, they're not they're not really um, they pale in comparison to what's happening on the ground. And um, there's some true heroism happening right now because there's people that are demonstrating courage and bravery right now. And oftentimes the things that um, that we're fearful of in, in, in comparison, sometimes you just need a reality check. And that's what I'm seeing right now. It's just kind of a, wow, my life is grand compared to what some people are going through right now. And even as a soldier that's deployed and seen the worst of humanity, you know, you, you'll, you kind of get back into your creature comfort ways, you know. So that's what I want you to think about. How could you be more courageous? What are some of the things you worry about? If you demonstrated more courage, if you overcame your fear, how would your life improve? And, uh, and, uh, I just want to send positive vibes and thoughts and prayers to the people of Ukraine. And I want to, uh, just express my, I don't know, my sorrow and, and, and just prayers of healing to the families of, of the 13 that, that lost their life and they're heroes. You know, I'd like to think that I would be the same way, you know, hold, hold true to defending your homeland, hold true to your convictions versus capitulating. Because they probably, you know, they probably could have raised their hands and surrendered, you know. Um, but um, I don't know. I don't know. We won't know. But they they held true to their convictions and and they went down fighting the best they could with what they had, and uh, that's that's remarkable. So go f yourself. <laughs> go f yourself. So. All right. Well, that's uh, that's pretty much it for uh, today's. That's all I really want to talk about today. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe to the Do Our Things podcast. It goes a long way to expanding our reach. Leave a review. I read all of them, and they it means a lot when people. It's cool to see people reach out and you know make a purchase from the Do Hard Things store from a different state, someone I've never met before, and it's because they've they've ran across the podcast either on social media, someone shared it with them. They searched in the algorithm and, and, and it popped up. So the plan is to continue to grow the podcast, make it a number one uh, podcast. And, and I need your help to do that. So if you've gained any value from the podcast whatsoever, please take a moment, leave a review. They really do go a long way. Give us a five-star rating, screenshot it, share it with a friend. Someone needs to hear this positive message today. If you're not part of the Facebook community, go join the Facebook community. Check out the Do Hard Things shop. We got hoodies. We got patches. We got stickers. We got new merchandise uh, rolling out all the time, new apparel. And uh, it's comfortable. Uh, The most recent design is the Go Ruck Yourself design. And uh, we've got a couple other funny ones. Burn the Ships has been a popular one. And when people wear it, it's a reminder that they can take courageous action. If you want to go to the next level, go to jtigs.com, J-A-Y-T-I-E-G-S.com. You can apply for one-on-one coaching and, uh, or you can join the Forge, which is a mastermind community that's slowly, it's slowly growing. We're breaking it up into teams now. We got, uh, we got the main session, the main Forge team call where I come in, facilitate conversation and teach. And now we're breaking it up into teams. The smaller teams are 
getting together to have their own team call. And uh, it's super cool to see people help one another, sharing knowledge, supporting one another. And the mastermind principle is connecting with other like-minded people and sharing that knowledge so you can get ahead. And uh, masterminds have fundamentally changed my life. I would not be here doing the work that I'm doing without coaching, mentorship, and masterminds. And so um, if you're interested in that, reach out to me. We can get you set up. Go try it out. See if it's for you. And, uh, and that's it. That's, that's all I got for today. So thank you so much for the, uh, the constant support and uh, encouragement. And, uh, you know, we talk about doing hard things. I just look at this, this, uh, this country in Ukraine doing the hardest of all things and uh, holding the line. And um, I, my, my thoughts and prayers are with them. Thoughts and prayers are for anyone that's involved. And, you know, for, I don't know, I, it's, it's just really difficult to, uh, to watch. We'll see how it unfolds and how it affects the United States and uh, our NATO allies. And, and uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, but um, yeah, it's, uh, it sucks. And, uh, you know, one of my favorite quotes is uh, the only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing. And that's uh, Edmund Burke. The only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing. And I hope that the good men don't stand idly by and uh, just let this happen. So we'll see. We'll see where it goes. So in the meantime... Thank you for listening. Keep doing hard things. We will see you guys in the next episode.